Greetings, everybody. I welcome your return to the Jax Cars podcast for another week. And this week, uh, the big news is Google in Google's park. Um, the Google I.O. was held this week. They started off by announcing they're building a more helpful Google for everyone. They followed this message by announcing that they are releasing 150,000 kilometers of uh, bike lanes on Google Maps. So if you're a biker, push biker, I suppose, then you're able to find your way around using Google Maps a lot easier than you might have been able to before, which is absolutely amazing. Anyways, let's get in to the rest of what Google announced this week. Google Workspaces is getting a new feature. Uh, This feature is called Smart Canvas. Smart Canvas appears to be, at first, a mix of Google Sheets, Google Docs, and the Google Task Managing Service. All of this mixed in with Google's um, video call service, Google Meet. And this should bring a better workspace platform for everyone who uses Google Workspaces. Uh, This is pretty good. I don't use it. I don't have much of a reason to use the Google Workspaces, um, but if ever then this seems pretty appealing to me. Google Chrome, the password saving tool, is getting another update. Uh, You will now be able to import passwords from other managers like LastPass, 1Password, I suppose. And this allows for deeper password integration for Google and uh, also Android users. Most importantly, this is a massive improvement to Google's already built-in password manager, the one that comes with Chrome to no extra cost. It's linked directly with your Google account. It's very good autofill. It just automatically pops in as soon as you open up a website and um, being able to add different passwords directly in from another site or another application, sorry, another password manager is pretty good news. Google gives new privacy controls uh, to more apps. And uh, this is as follows. You can now delete recent search histories from your Google account. Maps give you the option to turn off the location history. Google Photos will now have a private folder, a private locked folder to keep those private photos of yours private. All account activity on uh, Google is going to be automatically deleted after 18 months, and you can change the amount of time that Google holds your personal data. So if you're comfortable with them having it for two years, three years, or maybe you just want two months, well, this is all at your hands now. Google is expanding some AR features. You're now able to use your Android phone to view how uh, elite athletes perform through augmented reality. Google uses the example uh, Simone Biles, I believe the name is, um, and they are performing an augmented reality balance beam act on your phone. So this seems uh, pretty interesting. Google Maps set to receive some new features as well. You're able to view uh, even more information about a business while you're using Google Maps in augmented reality. So I suppose you hold the phone in the direction of the business and it'll come up with uh, the little briefing you get on the Google web page. Google Maps is also receiving an update which is going to give more detailed street view maps that give an even more true-to-life look. 
and Google Maps results will change due to the time of day. So for example, coffee shops will have a bigger pin in the morning and something like a sandwich shop or a dinner restaurant might show up later in the day depending on what you're searching and where you're searching. Another announcement in Google I.O. is that Android 12 is getting a new look, it's getting more privacy, and the beta of which is currently out now. Google Wear OS and Tizen, Tizen are now the same. They're the same thing. Um, this comes as a result as Google and Samsung join forces. So I suppose they're going to be making watches together. <laughs> Apple Watch, watch out, I suppose. Android users will soon have a built-in app to control Android TV OS. This is a feature that I've not used much on my iPhone for the Apple TV, but I suppose if you're looking for something a little bit uh, different to just the generic remote, that's, I suppose, pretty good. Google has a new project in testing. Project Starline, specifically. Uh, this is going to bring a more realistic look to video calls. And the demonstration of which uh, Google had one person sit on one side of a half wall and the other side had a very realistic uh, image of the person. It was a short demonstration, but it looked pretty good. That's all the news I have coming out of the two-hour Google I.O. keynote. It was a lot. It was a lot of stuff, a lot of good stuff, very exciting stuff coming out of Google, and I'm more than happy to welcome that into the coming months. Apple now. Apple News. Uh, not Apple News like the app. This is news regarding Apple. And this week, Apple have released two new watch bands. They've also released two new watch faces, uh, obviously as Pride Month is next month. Apple always has to have a pretty big announcement for this. They've released two new Pride watch bands, the Pride Braided Solo Loop and the Pride Nike Sport Loop. Two watch bands coming right alongside with the uh, watchOS 7.5 beta, which... Um, had two new watch faces along with it. It has um, a circular one and a square one. Alongside the uh, Apple Watch news, Bloomberg's Mark Gurman. We love Mark Gurman. He's, Apple is working on two redesigns for the Mac Pro uh, coming this or next year. It is going to use Apple's next-gen M1, I suppose, processors in either 20 or 40 core variations. That is a lot of cores. And the 21st of May, which was uh, yesterday as I'm recording this, it shocked quite a lot of people. Apple released the iOS 14.7 beta. Claims this week have shown that the 2021 MacBook Pro is going to be receiving an M1 chip. It appears the chip that's going to be placed in the MacBook Pro will be faster and upgraded. That's right. The MacBook Pro's M1 chip is going to be the M1X. It appears that this is going to be the 
stepping stone for the M1X chip and uh, maybe we'll even be seeing something like an M1X or maybe an M1Z, I suppose, if we're following Apple's chip naming, an M1Z in something like a Mac Pro. In Apple Watch news, there's more information coming this year that we'll see a long-awaited redesign for the Apple Watch. Apple Watches get redesigned rarely, the size of which has not actually changed. The screen has gotten 2mm bigger uh, in the Series 4 from the Series 3. There's been no body redesign ever, really, and this year it appears that we're getting the body redesign. Apple Watch is going to be squared off, much like the iPhone 12s are. Now, my thoughts behind this redesign is Apple are doing this probably for the same reason they did the iPhone 12 series. Now, the iPhone 12s have been squashed down a little bit. They're a little bit flatter, and that is because the squared off edge is allowed for more room to be placing things further up to the side and not having to curve things off because it's hard to curve motherboards and whatnot and battery. Well, batteries can be curved, I suppose, but it is a lot harder to work around a curved body and then a squared off one. So I believe Apple are doing this to make the watch a little bit thinner. Um, but the current designs I've seen, I'm not much of a fan of. So we'll see how Apple plays this out. The second generation Apple TV 4K has been arriving to customers this week. We have found that the Apple TV 4K supports ARC pass-through, A-R-C, pass-through to HomePods. Now, this is big. This is massive because we're finally starting to see some value put into the astronomically high prices that HomePods have. Yes, the Mini is about 150 Australian dollars, but 469 Australian dollars for the big one, that's just a bargain that I'm not going to ever be able to push. So to finally get some value for such a high price, that's pretty well deserved. Just over two weeks left to WWDC 2021, and we just keep getting more leaks about what we could be seeing. The latest is that we could be seeing hardware at WWDC. Hardware at WWDC. This might just be me, but I don't remember seeing hardware announced at WWDC in a while. A long, long time, if ever. Now, these are new leaks. This is new news. Um... It has only really spiked up this week. There was a little bit of speculation last week, not enough to add into the show. But hardware at WWDC is pretty interesting. Now that ends this week's show. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate it. It's been a struggle today trying to get it out as I've not had power most of the day. I've been busy with a handful of other things, but I told you I was I was gonna start focusing on trying to get these shows out at a consistent time and not just change the day willy-nilly. If you wish to keep up to date with what's happening with me, what's happening with any of the shows, please follow me on Twitter. It is underscore scarf jack. And there'll also be a link to that in the show notes. It's also uh, attached to the website linked in the podcast. Thank you again for joining me. Again, keep up to date with Twitter. Uh, but until then, I'll see you next week. Here's to another great week of tech. Have a good one.